Greetings and welcome to the Palmetto Report. I am your host, Kaylee Lows, and I am here with my co-host, Dr. Frederick. Thank you for joining us. Today we'll be talking about how technology entrepreneurship is currently the new way for those who have ideas for their very own startups. Recently, Rock Hill held the Techstars Startup Weekend for individuals who have dreams of becoming an entrepreneur. There are places in York County, such as the Tech Incubator and the Chamber of Commerce, that are for people who have visions of developing their own creation or brand. Joining us today is Ms. Bernice Huskins, the Associate Vice President at the York County Regional Chamber of Commerce. She works on a number of programs for entrepreneurs and startups in the York County community, including One Million Cups. She has also helped coordinate the first startup weekend in the York County community. Thank you for being here. Thank you all for having me. Now, how does a tech entrepreneur differ from uh, any other entrepreneurs in the area? Uh, so, as I've told a number of folks, we have a lot of startups that you would think, oh man, that's just your standard small business that really are those um, tech startups um, or entrepreneurs. Uh, so that word kind of just, it can convey a lot of things. For example, we have a local coffee shop that um, in addition to selling coffee, um, you have the ability to go in there, pull out your phone, scan the bag of coffee, and see the entire journey from bean to bag uh, and incorporate both technology and your standard small business. So I think in today's day and age, most entrepreneurs do incorporate some of that technology component. And how has tech entrepreneurship grown in this community? I can't speak to exact numbers, um, but in my few years working with that group, uh, I've seen a large number in our community. I think it has a lot to do with some of the resources we have, like David Warner, the technology incubator, and the clients and folks he works with, and the programs that we bring here to help identify those. Um, we do have a number of resources in our community that really do service entrepreneurs and startups. And actually, that was going to be a part of my next question. If I had an idea, uh, how would I start and where would I start? Yeah, so there's a number of different services. There's a small business development center at Winthrop, um, and they offer, you know, everything you could possibly need if you wanted to start up a business. Um, there is the technology incubator with David Warner, who we've mentioned already, and he he works with more than just technology, um, but his primary model did start out with um, those technology-based entrepreneurs. Uh, we have programs at the Chamber, including One Million Cups. We just recently did Startup Weekend. There is the Bell Group, um, and they have an XPRIZE um, competition that's going on here in our community, too. So there really is a lot, um, and that's just really the tip of the iceberg. There are um, co-working services. We have other members that do a lot with startups and small businesses. So um, there's a lot to get involved with. Now, I know you said you were involved in the One Million Cups. Could you go into depth with that? Because that is my first time hearing about it. Sure. So One Million Cups is a national program uh, by the Kauffman Foundation, and it happens in cities across America. We host ours here in York County on the first Wednesday of every month. We hear from two presenters. They get six minutes to present their business idea um, or actual business. It needs to be three years or newer. Mm -hmm. uh, and they, after their six minutes, they get 20 minutes of question and answer. And so your first thought is, oh no, is it like a shark tank? But it's really not. The whole point um, is so that you can get community support, feedback, buy-in. So if you go in and your idea is, um, I'll use um, one that we saw at Techstars. Um, so if your idea is uh, AI or artificial intelligence, 
for um, mimicking your heroes and you go in and you pitch this idea, they'll ask questions like, who is your customer? Or maybe they'll say, you know what, I know the perfect person you need to connect with, they do um, X, Y, or Z, and they'll get you connected with people within our community who can help grow your business even further. And have we seen sort of success stories from people who have used these uh, these resources in our community? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, David Warner can give you a whole list of all the folks who come through the incubator, um, Knowledge Perk being one of them, uh, and some of the companies they've launched. I would imagine the Small Business Development Center has hundreds. Sure. Um, I can think of a couple uh, Southern Charm events, um, which is a beautiful events venue here in Rock Hill, as one who's come through the Small Business Development Center. And we have a number of programs who have come through our One Million Cups. So our first ever presenter was, um, it was called TV Talk Box at the time. It's now called P2 Ops. And it was an otter box for your TV. So when you're out tailgating, you know, how are you going to carry your, right. your TV? You know, do you save the box? What do you do with it? Like, it's all ratty and then it looks kind of janky when you're pulling it out. Um, or if you want to, you know, hang your TV outside and it's just a protective layer for that. And so that is from a guy who's here local. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. Absolutely. So, there's all kinds of stuff. They're, they're just out there in their own little community. You mentioned earlier Startup Weekend. Yeah. So, uh, and there are several students mm-hmm. participating in that and uh, members of the community participated in that. I know the chamber was a sponsor. Uh, We were one of the co-hosts of that program. So, yeah. So, speak a little bit about what that is. So, we were approached uh, about this time last year. And someone said, we really want to have this in our community. We think we have the entrepreneurship community and we have enough folks who would be interested and engaged. Let's host it. So, we did some research and it's another national program similar to One Million Cups where uh, kind of the organizational structure and the tools and the resources come from another company and you sort of license or um, pay to get those resources and utilize them. And so they came to the chamber as one of the co-hosts. The technology incubator worked with us on that. Um, And then we had a number of community partners um, and sponsors that really did help us pull off that programming. Um, So when they came to us and they told it to us, I kind of read a little bit about it and I was like, oh, weekend, oh man, (laughs) who's going to sign up to do that? And we were really surprised to see we had about 40 people signed up for the weekend uh, to come out and spend all weekend building an idea, uh, a brand new idea that they came up with on Friday night. They had 54 hours and then they presented to a panel of judges. So complete strangers with whole new business <laughs> ideas. Wow. And apparently this just goes on across the country, right? It, do, it goes on um, globally. Ooh. So, hmm. um, you'll hear about like startup weekend um, happening in like Central America and over in England and all over the place. So um, I guess if you really want to travel and do Startup Weekend, there's an opportunity there too. Um, they do different, they call them verticals, so themes in different communities. So it'd be like Startup Weekend Healthcare. It would be healthcare-based entrepreneurship or Startup Weekend technology-based. So there's all sorts of different ones that they do, but ours was just kind of an open theme. So bring any idea, um, no restrictions. Yeah, And the Bell Group, um, is this is focused on African Americans and entrepreneurship? So, is there? Um, it sounds like there is a push to include uh, diversity in entrepreneurship as well. 
Yeah, I would definitely say that our entrepreneurship community, in my opinion, is diverse on so many spectrums. On the ideas and what industries they fall in, um, on the ethnic backgrounds, on the age. So you'll have people who are retirees coming out, you know, this is their next career, and you'll have people fresh out of school. Uh, And so the Bell Group stands for Black Economic Leadership League, I think. Um, And so Don Johnson is the one I know and I'm most most familiar with who is a huge part of that group, and it's made up of volunteers. I don't think there's anyone paid, uh, and they work very, very hard to make sure that there um, is program and inclusivity inclusivity for um, folks that are of African-American descent. They are currently doing an X Prize, and I don't know as much about it as some of the other folks who are more heavily involved, but from what I know, there is a $100,000 cash prize Mm. for uh, someone to potentially win based on their business idea and some of the like workshops and follow through that go along with that. So, you know, I teach a course here called Media Entrepreneurship, and I wanted to get your opinion uh, about entrepreneurship in schools and in the curriculum. Uh, do you think we're doing a good job with that? Or you th- do you think there should be more of entrepreneurship uh, involved in the curriculum? I've definitely seen a, a wave of entrepreneurship take over in uh, some of the schools, especially here at Winthrop. Um, Larry Stevens, who used to be the head of Small Business Development Center, I'm pretty sure is a professor here now who is working on that. I can't think of anyone better. Uh, I mean, that's what he's been doing for years and years, is helping people launch their small business. Um, so I think it's awesome. I think, you know, there's a lot of crossover. I think even if you don't go on to launch your own business, entrepreneurship skills, um, they translate to the workforce. You know, you have to be creative. You have to be able to think on your toes. You need to be able to pivot. You need to be able to work with everyone. So I think there's a lot that you learn when you launch a business. You learn from your failures, you learn from your successes, and I think there's a lot of tie-in. But I think, you know, also, I think there's a little bit of um, you know, hesitancy mm-hmm. for people to, to jump in. I think perhaps, you know, fear uh, and all these other issues, I think you're right. It's all these sort of transferable, transferable skills. Uh, so hopefully we'll see more of that. Uh, in in the in our curriculum and even at the high school, maybe even middle school level. Yeah, that's one of the things that we do at the chamber. Um, we have a program called Ignite Your Innovation. We work with uh, high school juniors, seniors, um, college freshmen and sophomores from our, within our county. Um, and that program includes entrepreneurship skills. So we do a case study where they get to act like they're the business owner and solve a real world challenge. So it's not one we made up, it's a real problem that that business owner says they can't solve. And I remember one year, one of our business owners from a small company, he left and he was like, I need my sheet of paper, like these are the best ideas. So first of all, some of our students are super creative, they have what it takes. And so I think some of these courses just really help them feel confident in going out and doing that next step, which is starting our small business. And I see statistics everywhere, that's our future of our workforce. So we need them. Yeah, absolutely. You're listening to the Palmetto Report, we're speaking with the Associate Vice President at the York County Regional Chamber of Commerce, Bernice Huskins, who works on a number of programs for entrepreneurs and startups in the York County community. Now, I know you said some people start their startup as soon as they get out of school. Is there a, what's the highest form of education that they need to have? I think need is maybe a relative word. Right. Um, 
I think it's just a want to a want to do it. Um, okay. Entrepreneurship, I would say from my experience, and I haven't jumped in and done it, but it's not for the faint of heart. I mean, you gotta be ready for long hours and a lot of work. And for a lot of them, it's their first, second, third, and fourth babies, wives. Yeah, <laughs> You know, all of it, so. So right, so there, I don't. From what you're saying, it sounds like there is no, no there's no age limit. There's no base uh, education or anything like that. Just as you said, jump in and do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you know. There's some kids who are sitting next to you in class who've already started um, developing software for um, platforms like apps and websites. That you know they're going to go on and do that, and they're already doing it now. Like I remember when I was in college, and it was. A little while ago so things were a little bit different um but there were kids who had already started their small businesses or already owning things and doing stuff while they were finishing school and some who decided they weren't going to finish because when you look at the cost of higher education and what they wanted to do it didn't make sense for them and there are some who are like you know i want to stick it out and i want to have these other skills because i don't know if this is what i want to do full time so i think i think the level of education is what's right for you and your budget and your family <laughs> I think this is a good point of how how do we shift that mentality of, you know, perhaps going to school to be a worker versus getting education, whether it's formal or not, to become an entrepreneur? How do you make that shift? Do you have to already have it? You know, some some people, they have parents who are entrepreneurs, and so they've seen it in action. Other people come to it late in life. But how do we sort of make that that shift? That's a great question. I think a lot of it's having the conversation. You know, I know I grew up in a household and really of a generation where, you know, if you didn't go to college, the question was why? Not, mm-hmm. It wasn't as accepted. It wasn't across the board like, oh, yes. But, you know, with the cost of higher education rising, um, I think the question is, is what makes sense? What skills are out there? You know, are there programs that you think are really going to help you? be ready to do what you want to do next. And I think that's what's important, whether it's, you know, at a technical college level or the university level. I think it's an individual basis on what's right for each person. Miss Bernice Huskins, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. We want to take a brief break. And um, for all listeners, if you're interested in becoming an entrepreneur in the York County community, seek out information and advice from the Tech Incubator or the Chamber of Commerce. Thank you.